0: Welcome to the After the Bell podcast brought to you by Connex Education Academy. Our podcast is here to help teachers, leaders and tutors. We will be discussing the latest issues in education and sharing top tips for use in the classroom, both face to face or virtually. Welcome back to After the Bell brought to you by Connex Academy. Here we are committed to using our business to create positive social change in communities in which we operate. I'm joined again today by John Ball, who's CEO and founder of the Dog, Duck and Cat Trust. The Dog, Duck and Cat Trust aims to provide stories and resources from schools and parents to help support their children to learn about staying safe, ideally in a way that is fun and age appropriate and in their day to day lives and in their local community. And another new existing project that uh, John's going to talk to us about shortly is the Digital Media Detectives Project, which is really, really interesting. So let's dive straight in. Great to have you back, John. Thanks, Georgie. That's all right. Always a pleasure. So tell us all about what the Digital Media Detectives Project is about.
1: So. Um, we've partnered up with two of the little organizations, sorry two other organizations with a little one, I should say. Um, it's an organization called Squirrel Learning um, and also online behaviors, both based in the kind of local West Midlands area. We managed to put a bid in uh, to the Department of Digital, Culture, Media, and Sport to do some work around miss and disinformation online. Um, I'm sure the audience would be well aware if they work with children about the amount of influence the internet has on children. But I think one of the the things that really, it didn't surprise me, but it kind of did surprise me is that when I first started the project and first started putting this together, we went out and we worked with the age of the audience that we wanted to try and pitch this at, which was kind of year three, year four, because again, some of the things that we're going to be talking about, we felt was a little bit too kind of advanced for key stage one. And again, talking to seven year old boys and girls, range of different ethnicities, range of different backgrounds, range of different areas that they came from. All of them thought that stuff online must be true because there must be like an Internet moderator or an Internet police person that kind of looks at all the stuff that we put online. And when I said anyone can put anything online. No, no, that's that's not. Well, what if they want to put something bad on there? Well, actually, that's kind of what misinformation and disinformation is all about. We, we like to say as part of the project that misinformation is a mistake or a misunderstanding, whereas disinformation is disgusting and disgraceful because essentially that miss is often kind of a little bit of. What were you thinking? A little bit of um, unintentional kind of taking people down the wrong route. Exactly. Confusion. Great way of putting Mm -hmm. it. Thanks, Georgie. Whereas disinformation usually is a lie. It's usually something that is deliberate and absolutely designed to manipulate and send somebody down a path that is not truthful. And it's usually around the idea of taking somebody down a route that will lead to a level of hate, a level of prejudice or a level of negativity towards other people, peoples or different genders and things like that, basically.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's terrible that actually we're having to have this conversation, but more and more kids are so influenced by social media. I see it with my own. And uh yeah it, it's important that they understand that everything that they're reading isn't always factual, that they there needs to be a level of um and so a filter, a filter yes a
1: filter. And, that's, and that's actually what we talk about What well, what the digital media detectives project is all about it's three stories now the first story is one that we've had as part of our portfolio for a little while it's called what happened to me and it's about our little duck character that if this wasn't a podcast folks and you could see me i actually look like the duck character as i'm wearing <laughs> my air traffic controller headset and this is about our little duck character who goes online to do some gaming he's been bought a uh, Uh, gaming console second hands for his birthday by mom and meets a new character called zebra and zebra actually isn't a particularly nice individual and zebra tries to get duck to think all sorts of different things. So again what we're talking about there is the idea that somebody's gonna try and groom and manipulate, but what Duck does is is he gets help from Dog and Cat who sort of say to him, I'm gonna second Duck, this isn't you, what are you doing mate? Also then Duck has enough about him to go and speak to Mom. So again, thankfully It's one of those stories that has a lovely, happy ending. Everything gets averted. Nothing too terrible happens. Wonderful. Keep that in mind for a few minutes as well, folks, because I'll be coming to that for the third story. The middle story is called Tunneling Ducks. Um, If you ask me where the idea came from, I'm not quite sure. I'm sure it was some kind of knock on the head, but what we thought was is that we're going to use our little duck character again, because we used him in the first story. And he's been sent a link by his cousin, Quacky, um, to a website called tunneling ducks and this tunneling ducks, it, it, it seems all absolutely genuine, but it turns out that the tunneling duck is actually a platypus. Now, the platypus has a beak, the platypus has flippers, but the platypus is not a duck. So again, what we're talking about there is misinformation. What we also do, though, is that we weave into the story the idea of what is misinformation, what is disinformation? And what we're trying here to do, Georgie, is is trying to breed that level of healthy scepticism. And we use that term in the story. We want to try and create our children to be healthy sceptics. Just question what you're looking at. Just think, hang on a second. If this seems a bit weird, maybe it is a bit weird. If this doesn't seem quite on the up and up, maybe it's not. But really importantly, go and get some support. Get get an adult to have a look at it over with you. Just just share, you know, let's do this together. And also saying to the adults that if you've got a child that is going online and they're of this age range, yes, they probably are going to be fine. But just keep an eye, look at their browser history, look at who they're interacting with, understand who they're interacting with. Because the third story is called What Also Happened. And essentially what we do here is, is that we start the story by the head teacher of the school that Dog, Duck and Cat go to, Miss Pony. And she starts talking about the incident that happened with Duck and Zebra. But What she then does is, is that she makes us aware that actually, while Zebra was talking to Duck online, he was also talking to the weasel character's bigger brother, Bigger Weasel. Now, Bigger Weasel didn't get help from friends and family. So actually he was manipulated and groomed and actually ended up carrying out an assault on somebody. So again, things have got really very, very, very serious now for Bigger Weasel. He's not going to be going back to that school. He's in trouble with the police, but also the person that he assaulted. What on earth is their world now like because they've been assaulted? What we also do there, though, is is that we introduce the idea that actually Zebra isn't a young zebra at all. Actually, he was an adult wolf. And yes, yeah. I know it's a bit of a cliche metaphor there. But again, when we were working with one of the SCND providers that we uh, do quite a lot of work with at the Trust, one of their young person, one of their young people came to me and said, I think you should have a wolf character. So it was actually a wolf character he designed because his words were he'd had something like this happen to him. And he actually perceived this person who is profoundly autistic. But he prof- he, pre- he felt that the person that was manipulating him when it was all found out was almost like a wolf like because a wolf, they were yeah. just bad. So, yes. again, we wanted to try and kind of weave some of that in because, again, wolf in sheep's clothing these are sentences Mm -hmm. these are phrases that adults use and children often pick up on so again it's a three-story package realistically with lessons all designed to be interactive lots of conversation lots of discussion lots of how can we look at this together how can we move this forward together and again as ever Fully done with lesson plans, fully done with all the resources that are needed and everything mapped up to the RSHE curriculum and the SMSC agenda as well. Because these are key subjects and these are the sorts of subjects now that we know that when inspectors come into schools, they want to understand what's going on. So what we wanted to make sure was is that if we're creating a good quality resource to be used with the children, that our teaching colleagues, our school colleagues can actually utilise those resources to be able to demonstrate the good work they're doing as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and also in the same way, you're creating a new ranch of uh, detectives, aren't we? Uh, Children that are going to go out and educate other people and and their peers around it as well.
1: That's the idea. Again, the reason why we've called it Digital Media Detectives is because that's what we need to do. I mean, again, I'm I'm not a child in any way, shape or form. And at 48 years of age, I kind of like to think that I'm fairly astute at spotting scams. I had an email come through a couple of weeks ago, which was from my bank and it looked all the part and click on this link to do this. And I, I was going to click. Oh, I, I, well, hang on a minute. My bank don't email me. My bank mm-hmm. contact me in my app hang on a second. Well, let's just have a bit further a look. And you look at the top of the bar and they haven't got that little padlock symbol on there. Hang on a second. This isn't the secure. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a minute. Yeah. No. And I was seconds away from probably clicking on something that would have meant that, you know, the laptop I'm currently talking to you on would be no good anymore. And it'd be virus. And oh, who knows? But again, the thing is, is that for those out there that are trying to manipulate, are trying to essentially try and get us to do things that they want us to do for their benefit. Very savvy. They aren't there wearing stripy tops with, you know, bandito kind of face masks on and stuff like this. They are. Exactly. Yeah, it's very subtly done. So if we can get our children to think of themselves as detectives when they're online and always have that little bit of scepticism, always be aware of the fact that somebody might not be being genuine with them or trying to do something in their best interests. Then what I'm hopeful for is, is that I'll keep them safe, not just now, but as they start to age as well. Because whilst we are aware that this does affect children in this age range, this to me is about future proofing our teenagers to get back, getting our future teenagers that little bit more savvy now. So when they get to that age and maybe they're being asked to send pictures or their contact details or various things, they go, oh, no, 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 I'm gone telling me yeah. that only you gonna look at this picture I don't know that for definite I don't know what you're going to do with this so actually I'm going to say no thank you very much
0: yeah 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 back to that other conversation we had last week around um making having the um ability to say no as well isn't it and uh and assert ourselves. so yeah you know no, and
1: again it, it's really getting our children to understand that they don't have to say yes to things they're being asked to no matter what pressure that they think that they're under they have that right And again, if the worst comes to the worst and there's a lot of pressure, turn the piece of equipment off. Mm -hmm. Go and get that bit of help. If somebody also is pressuring them that much, they're not a friend. They're not someone that's there for their benefits and their interests. So
0: again, let's really start to be honest about this. Yeah. Yeah. These subjects are quite hard to talk about with the child. And I know I'm sure adults and parents do struggle. So, uh, you know, and It's important that we are still having these conversations. So how would you encourage children and how do you encourage children to speak up and and talk to trusted adults? I think the fact is,
1: is that, again, it's about especially with this project in mind, it's if something doesn't feel right. And again, what doesn't feel right? What does that mean? Well, again, if we can use these stories to demonstrate the sorts of things that the children can look out for, the sorts of things that they can see. If anything at any point in time makes them think, hang on a second, that's the point that we want them to go and just sort of, you know, give mom, dad a bit of a kind of shout. You know, can you just have a look at this? What do you think of this? Does this make sense? Again, we are aware, unfortunately, that some parents, some people in the household not necessarily the most positive of influences, which again is what we want our teaching staff to be looking at this kind of thing. Because, again, saying to the children, if these are the sorts of things that you're seeing or If you're coming across things like this, make us aware if you can't talk to mom or dad, maybe you can talk to us and we can have that conversation with mom, dad or the people that take care of you. So I think it's really important that, again, we talk about if something doesn't feel right, trust your gut. At seven, eight, nine years of age. Your experiential life experience is very limited. So, again, if we can show them the sorts of things to look out for, the sorts of things that they should be conscious about, what we're hopeful of is and what seems to be coming out from the piloting is that they kind of go, ah, OK, yeah, that, that 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 don't seem right to me. I'm going to just go and ask about this, because, again, if someone's asking you for your details, what's wrong with saying, well, Let me just go and check with my mom. If all of a sudden they start getting really pressurised about it. Why are you getting all uppity? Why why are you getting all upset about this? I'm only going to ask me, Mom. If you're if you're my friend, you shouldn't be bothered if my mom knows that I'm giving my details to you or that you're asking me for my details. So again, it's just about we as adults are very good at being practical and sensible, or we like to think we are. Maybe (laughs) again, (laughs) these are the skills that we feel that children need to be taught because these are the sorts of things online um, related. The children are now exposed to on a daily basis. Again, every time they go online, there is the potential for something to not go quite right. And again, I don't want to be all horror stories because that's not no. what I mean. But it is just about that idea of again, it could be a link that looks absolutely fine. You could end up on a really funny-looking website or whatever else. Go and tell somebody. Don't panic. Be confident as a young person. It's not your fault you've ended up in this situation. You're not going to get into trouble. Go and talk to somebody. Avert the disaster now. Maybe you might get a little bit of a kind of, you know, a finger wag at you. But if you keep it to yourself and you don't do something about it, we end up with a situation that we have in the third story, which is things are way out of control and then things are much more difficult to come back from.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's, again, an adult theme that it's kind of woven into the story so that the uh, children can understand it and relate to it. Uh, At that level, so it's great. So, how do parents and schools get involved? How can they access the the Digital Media Detective? My teeth in detective stories.
1: Well, in the same way the Ask series was free of charge for the rest of this academic year and next academic year. Unfortunately, DMD Digital Media Detectives isn't free for that length of time, but it is free from now until January. And so again, dogduckandcat.co.uk. Uh, Go to the teachers and professionals section. That's where you can access all of the digital media detectives. All you need to do is essentially click the link. You'll register your details. That's basically so we can capture the demographics and the analysis stuff that we need for the funders. Parents, Carers, Guardian materials. We're just putting the final tweaks to at the moment because again, we're conscious and aware of the fact we want to make this system. It's really easy for people to deliver. It doesn't cause them a stress or doesn't cause them an anxiety. So we're just making the final tweaks. That will be up live now by we're looking at kind of wits and time to make sure we get this 100% correct. But everything is live right away at the moment for you to work with your children in schools. So as I say, dog, duck and cat.co.uk teachers and professionals, you can't miss it. We've also got, Georgie, just to make you aware, a set of resources that support the digital media detectives as well. And that's Mm -hmm. resources that look at misogyny, equality, friendship, bullying and racism. Because again, Mm -hmm. these are subjects that really do find a tremendous home and breeding ground for, well, people that aren't looking for people's best interests aren't looking out for the best interests of our communities and our society. So again, we felt it was important to be able to kind of talk about these issues as well, should a school needs to. Depends on the school, depends on, on on kind of issues that you're experiencing. But we wanted that there as a just in case as well. So it was a really kind of comprehensive offer.
0: Amazing. And And being able to access those additional resources as well should you need to is really really important and i hope that some parents can also get involved and access some of the content so that they know perhaps need to have those conversations at home if there's issues around access or online materials they're there to help and support you and and keep your children safe so uh, please feel free it's
1: very difficult to tell a child no especially mm-hmm. when you love them and especially when they're looking up to you with those little eyes that they give you. And they're sort of saying, well, can I just oh please, Uncle John, can I just 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 have a little go on the tablet just for a little while longer, please? Oh, please, can I please, can I? And I'm not I'm going to go do the washing up, actually. So actually, I'll just leave you here with the tablet. Oh, I'm gone. No, no, no. I don't want to leave you with the tablet. Crikey. Let's right. Let's put you on something that you want to go on, because then actually <laughs> I can maybe keep a bit more of an eye rather no, than just absolutely. give you that tablet straight away. And it's just little things like that that I've learned. And I thought mm-hmm. I was quite savvy. It's just those little things, those little tweaks that you can do that might actually make a really big difference. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. It's all about keeping our kids safe and protected and and savvy. And uh, yes, again, knowing how to manage those situations because it it can be tough and it's scary. It's scary. I remember being that age. So, uh, yeah, a long, long, long time ago. So, thank you so much again, John, for sharing with us today. And Connects Academy are really proud to be partnering with the Dog, Duck and Cat Trust. You can find out more by visiting our partners page as well on connects-academy.com. And, John, if you want to just share that uh, link again for us. Yep,
1: it's dog, duckandcat.co.uk
0: amazing excellent thank you for listening to our series of podcasts focusing on social values safeguarding and educating our children and you can pick up our after the bell podcasts which are released on a weekly basis and provide quick tips and discussions with our experts around all things educational hopefully you can access these if you're on your run on your daily commute or even if you're cooking your dinner for your focus on the day thank you again for listening to after the bell